So, so yes, it's. Oh, I did it again. Did it again. Yes. No. We have our intro. God damn it. Did I say it backwards? I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know what that was. The fucking uh, Will Ferrell, the uh, um, teeth and the tongue, mouth and lip. Was it? I I don't know what you're talking about. God damn it! What is that from? Uh, Anchorman. All the only thing I remember from Anchorman is uh, the arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Oh, he does like a whole shit ton of them. Sure, that was one of them. I just I yeah I don't I don't remember. God damn it! <laughs> like unique New York. That was another one. Yeah. Well, those like the the mouth warm ups, yeah, the or whatever it is. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. <laughs> it's the only one I remember, and then all the funny poop ones. Oh god! Or the what? Not the poop ones, but what the what sex panther smells like? Oh god! You know, Bigfoot's dick. Oh my god! It smells like Bigfoot's dick. Uh, this is worse than the time the raccoon got in the copier. <laughs> Indian food wrapped in burnt hair. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, those are good. There, uh, it's the pants. They're pleated. Uh, it's the pleats of the pants. I'm, I'm taking them back, actually. You, Ron, you have a large erection. <laughs> uh, uh, bring your coat. It's it's cold in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, welcome to another rep podcast. Hey, what a week it has been. Why? What's going on? I had to work five 10-hour days. Oh, the long week all the way down to Irvine. Wait, five to 10-hour no, days five, or five 10-hour five days? times, five by 10s. Gross. Yeah. Not even in weightlifting is that fun. No. Well. I mean, don't do that in weightlifting. Yeah, I should say in lifting weights. Yeah. That's not fun. No. Weightlift, anything above five in weightlifting is cardio. That's cardio. That's CrossFit. Yeah. hey oh. Ryan, what are we going to shit on today? Uh, wonky gym programming. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. You say shit on today as if we shit on stuff all the time. I feel like this is our first shit on. A little bit. Yeah. There, there. I think there's a couple things we can probably dive in, dive into with this. Yes. As we go about it, I think it's, I think it's a very important topic. I would agree. Yeah. I would actually. I don't know. I say actually as if as if I'm surprised, but I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So uh, I I know you've seen your fair share of wonky programming, and I've definitely seen mine. Um, how do we? Uh, what 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 did our notes say? How do how did we want to start this topic off? Uh, it says gyms with wild ass programming. Oh man, <laughs> is the start of it? Yeah, we left that very open ended. Yeah, I've dabbled in looking at programming, you know, from different uh, uh, facilities, and. I've got to say, it's not been pretty. No, it, it's really interesting. Um, I was actually, I was having a talk about this with somebody very recently because they were, they were making the argument that, and this was about like the CrossFit Games, for example, mm-hmm. and that for when like Glassman was kind of poo-pooing on the CrossFit Games, that that was pretty disrespectful because cr- their argument was that the CrossFit Games made CrossFit. Yeah. And to a certain degree, I very much agree with that. I, that concept is that it, it, I mean, that's what got me into it. Right. I saw it on the game on TV or on ESPN. And I was like, what is this? 
this looks awesome, but the, uh, it, it, propel, it definitely propelled like it more into the mainstream for a lot of people. At that same time, it also put a lot of, or maybe not a lot of, but it, it put people's ideas of making it to the CrossFit games like more on the forefront. Mm-hmm. And it made it seem like very, very realistic. Yeah. Um, where it's not like yeah, that. It took away from the, the, the overall health and physical benefits of what CrossFit was supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Right. The general physical preparedness. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the big, the big and main idea behind what CrossFit was. Right. Or, I mean, not was, but is, still is. is. Yeah. And so Glassman for, for at the time was like he, his idea loosely here. The idea was that it was detracting from the health, the health of, or the, the focus on health as well as kind of the community involvement and turned it into more of a, uh, let's get our members to compete and also compete at the CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I have been doing it long enough where I've, I've, I have seen, and probably you too have seen a shift in a lot of gyms where they've all of a sudden their stuff got a lot heavier, a lot harder in the sense that they were going longer. They were trying to do like multiple Metcons potentially in a class. You know what I love seeing next to it? Hmm. Competitive. (laughs) It's the competitors class. The competitive class, the competition class, the competitors class. Yeah. This is the competitors program. Bullshit. Yeah. And so I, I, I saw that a lot. Um, it's kind of starting to come up and, and there was a big, I feel like there, there was a huge shift right. in a lot of that. And now somehow we're still kind of seeing a lot of that existing in, I mean, maybe not a lot, but there are enough gyms that it's I've very noticeable. There's not enough gyms that I've been to like just, you know, within LA or other places that I've like traveled to around the country mm. that they're, they're doing stuff where I'm like, this doesn't make sense for the population that I see or who's, who is even in this class. Right. Right. Where I was like, why is grandma and this person who has probably been doing CrossFit for maybe like two months? Like, why, why are they in this class? Let alone, <laughs> why are they doing this stuff in the program? And why is the coach encouraging this to happen at RX? Yeah. Full speed. Like, yeah, just yeah. going full bore. And I'm like, you like one, you don't have the, the technical capacity or the, the movement capacity capacity to be able to do most of these movements, Mm -hmm. let alone try and go at a super high rate because you also have to pack in three more things in this hour. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that seems to be, uh, um, not a growing trend, but a trend where you're taking individualized program, which has specifics of, you know, a 15 to 20 minute warm up, two strength components, two conditioning components, and maybe somewhere in between uh, gymnastics or an accessories component, right? You're, you're taking about two hours worth of programming and trying to cram it into 55 <laughs> minutes. I won't even say 60 minutes because we all know you don't get the full hour. You don't. Yeah. Not before COVID, not now. You don't get the 60 minutes. You never have. It, you, you're trying to cram two hours worth of programming into 55 minutes. And it's just, it's, it's not safe. It's not healthy. Yeah. It's... It's scary. It's an impossible task and yeah. it's an irresponsible task. Yeah. In in my humble opinion. Yes. Now now that's not also to say that a, a competitor class or a competitor program isn't a an option when it comes to when it comes to like a CrossFit gym. Of course. Um, you know, well, like I said, I, I will reference this a million times. CrossFit Chicago, I love you. But there was there was the option for a competitor's class. Mm-hmm. And the thing with that is you had to test into it. Yeah. See, that's a great way to figure out 
hey, do, do I need to go to this class or do I need to put in a little more time? Yeah, no, very much so. And yeah. so the way that it, the way that that one worked, and I, w- I wonder if I can find it because it was emailed to me. I bet you I could find that, what, like what it was. Yeah. But we had, it was like, it was essentially like a proctored test. So uh, Rudy was the one who Rudy. watched it and it was me and another guy. And we had one hour. I think it was one hour to finish all of these tests. Oh my God. That we had to do. That sounds, that sounds tough. It was gross. And we could do it in any order that we wanted. Like it didn't matter, but we just had to hit a bunch, several of these like bare minimums. Um, I know it was like some strength work. We had to do kind of prove a certain amount of gymnastics stuff. Um, and I believe one of them we had to do Fran. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was like a Fran workout or something. Oh. It was a nightmare. It was yeah. such a ridiculous work. It was. It was so crazy. And I'm sure that that Fran had a time cap, like or yeah. or or a yeah. time score that you had to graduate into or, or accomplish. Every single thing had a. Every single thing had a minimum. Oh man, that, that you had to do. Yeah. And and so if you didn't if you didn't hit the minimum, you were allowed. If I I don't remember exactly what it was, but there there was something along the lines of like you can you can like retest in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can kind of have like a temporary like admission if you maybe if you miss like one or two or something like that you yeah. could have a temporary admission but you had to prove that you can do it within a certain amount of time post that or you had to do the entire test all oh, over again oh god yeah it was it was pretty wild but like you had to test into it of course so so i think there's something to be said that like yes you can have it but it's not it's per, it's not meant for everybody because not everybody is trying to be a competitor right and yeah. that, and that's like the whole beauty and wonderfulness of CrossFit is the fact that it it can be meant for everybody, all the way through, all the way. But once you start adding specific words to it, like com- competition or competitive or 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 uh, anything unique specifically tiered to that type of programming, at that point, it's no longer for everybody. It's those who are looking to, in my opinion, who are looking to achieve said goal of the programming competition gymnastics weightlifting whatever that programming is attached to yeah you can't just be like oh well you know i can do this because i've been doing crossfit for six months <laughs> yeah you know it, that it's just not how it works sadly and and i've seen a handful of gyms who are offering competition class and i'm just like how many of these competition class attendees are competing that's the better one that I find very intriguing is a lot of some of the classes that I've some of the some of the gyms that have hosted or not hosted, but have done cross like CrossFit competitors classes, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, pure, like throughout the week or just like a, a single day type of thing. Yeah. Most, if not all of the people that are in that have never and probably will never do a competition. Right. Unless like somebody kind of br- like brings that brings them into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, that that's been my biggest issue with calling something competitors class, right? Because if you're not if your goal is not to compete and your goal is to look for a harder workout, right? You're you're looking for programming that's going to challenge you or push you. It's still in the normal class, the Monday through Friday class at the specific given hours. It's no longer about, oh, well, this class is hard. It's not harder per se. It's they're giving more effort to the fact that it's longer. The programming is a little more technique technical versus your Monday through Friday class, which is it's still hard and technical, but you have to give more effort into it to make it harder. It's not like, you know, if if the workout is grace, right, let's say 135 clean and jerks for time, right, and you're used to doing it at 95, right, 
you can't go to Saturday's class, the competition class, and be like, well, I did Grayson 95, so I'm going to do, you know, this complex at 115, 125. Like, no, that's 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 dangerous for you, first of all. That does not translate well. What you need to do is go back to your normal class and try to do Grace again at 105, 115. Like, improve your normal class first if you're looking to make it harder on yourself or, or if you're looking to have a better outcome of your workout or if you're looking to you know, to overall get a better workout, as most people would say, right? Don't come to a competition class expecting the same result. Like if you have no focus or if you have no business trying or wanting to compete, this is not a class for you. But it, more, it more is does. more is better. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh my God. Like, how do you get better? You do more of that one thing. Yeah. No, I, there, there's like, there's a, I struggle with this one a little bit from time to time. Cause like, when you were saying that you're talking about like people who scale certain workouts, mm-hmm. the, you go to these comp these competition classes and they scale everything that's in it. Yeah. And I go, you like you, that's not a, you're not, you're not following competition anymore. You are just scaling longer and harder workouts. Yes. And so that's, and, and it's not even like meeting, it's not even meeting the, requirements for whatever some of the competitions that you would actually see are like, they're not even the standard numbers that you would see within a a scaled or intermediate or an RX weight. Like it's, it's below those. Yeah. Like you're not going to do, you're not going to go to a competition and do your three banded (laughs) pull-ups. Like that's not a, that's not a thing. And I have to, I probably should have said this at the very beginning. I am not, I am not saying any of this stuff geared towards the, the, the members or the people who go to those classes because I have to assume that you just don't know better. Right. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. Like, it, you know, to clarify, it is not on the members, right? Because they want what they think is best for them. Yes. But then it goes back to that thought process of who is telling you that this is good for you? Yeah. Who is telling you it's probably not good for you yet? It's coaches and staff. Exactly. 100%. Those are like, when it comes to, when it comes to member stuff, and even like in any of the gyms that I've worked at, like I never, I will never blame the members for the most part, mm-hmm. some people deserve it. If but, they drop an empty barbell, I'm blaming. <laughs> right. But more, more so in the sense that like, I have to, ch- I have to believe that that is something that somebody of authority has told them. And that's what right. they are like now listening to. Right. Not they, that they've necessarily come up to their own volition because how many times have we gone, like been working with somebody who's new and they're like, I want to do this. And you're like, you're not ready for that. Like yeah. you, can't, you can't do that yet. Yeah. I, I want you to squat with a PVC over your head and not bend over. Nope. Can't do it. All right. You're not ready. Yeah. Right. And so it's part, part of our job is to make sure that we, not dis- you know, not discourage somebody saying right. that they can't do something, but to kind of educate them enough to be able to like make make kind of guide them to the conclusion that we already know that they need to have, which Absolutely. is this is not for you yet. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny, like being told that members' safety is our number one priority and then turning around and not preventing them from injuring themselves at a quote competition class or com- competitors class is the exact opposite of what we preach. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that I mean to to compete in the sport of fitness, aka CrossFit, mm-hmm. is in itself a throwing safety to the wayside. Yeah, like there's definitely better ways you can go about it. But if you're if you are actively trying to compete, like that is a risk that you are taking. You sign that away. You had you kind of sign that away. Yeah, right. Like because you you can't compete at half ass. No, like you you can't you no NFL player is going in being like guys. 
just gonna I'm gonna phone today in because I'm just I'm not just not quite I'm feeling give it. Seventy percent today. Yeah, I'm like you know, what, guys, I'm a little tired today. Like I'm just not gonna do that. Like yeah. no, you're gonna get trucked. So <laughs> yeah, you you will more likely get destroyed or broken if you went in half assed. Yeah. So or quarter ass, three yeah, quarter, quarter ass. ass. You got to go full ass. Three quarter ass is a decent amount of ass. It's a decent amount of ass, but you want to go full ass. Yeah, full ass. Yeah. Uh, so so <laughs> full ass. Whole ass. All ass. All ass. All ass. There you go. You got a whole ass you got a whole, with all ass. Exactly. Put it on a shirt. Yes. Oh. Slogan. Slogan. Uh, trade, trademark copyright. Anyway. Another red podcast. Another red podcast. We own it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I, it, it's part of our job to to educate members when it comes to stuff like that because most of the time, they their expectations are, I mean, great are and awesome, but they're usually too grand for where they're currently at because mm-hmm. they have no frame of reference or no perspective Absolutely. on how on how like how they should be or how they can be or where they're even at realistically yeah right and that, i mean that's most people right most of us have usually higher than higher than reality like expectations or thoughts about ourselves because why not right so why would you not, not why wouldn't you think the same thing when you go into like a gym mm-hmm you're gonna, you're gonna think you're. Hopefully, you you might think better of yourself than maybe what you really are. Yeah. It, it, again, comes back, coach. We as coaches need to be the guides. Yeah. We cannot, like you said earlier, we can't discourage. We need to, with positive reinforcement or um, uh, education, allow the athlete to realize or or even nudge in the direction that you're not ready for this. We'll get you there. If that's your goal, we'll get you there. If that's what you want to do, we'll push you to that. But as of right now, I need to see A, B, C, D, and E out of you before I even let you go look at the class. Yeah. You know? That made me think, like, when you were talking, again, talking about, like, grace and kind of scaling it. Like, one thing that I I did this at a gym before just to prove a point Mm -hmm. um, when it came to, like, creating a, what was this? This was a while ago. But one of the, they wanted the coaches to do kind of like, you know, write your own workout type of thing. Like we'll have a fun, fun week with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and so I wrote this like very specific workout because I've like watched them, like watch all these people can like train. And I set like a very aggressive time frame. And the whole point behind that was to prove that they don't, they're, that they don't know how to push themselves. Because that's a tr- that's a trained thing. Like you have to learn how to put yourself kind of one foot in the grave type of thing. You got to have re- that mentality. Yeah. yeah, and and so you have to also f- know what it feels like to be exhausted. Like know what it feels like to really push yourself like that. So I put these like really hard time frames on. I think there was, and it's gonna I, it's funny that I'm saying this because it's gonna sound like I'm like a hypocrite, but I think I put two different workouts, maybe three different workouts within. The, like the, the training day. Mm-hmm. So I think there was like, a, there was a regular like tr- strength portion cause that's what we were supposed to work on. And then there was like two conditioning pieces that were quote unquote conditioning pieces, but more so it was just to prove a point because I am a pompous asshole. <laughs> and so, like I said, they were both like very aggressive time frames with no exceptions in going longer. Yeah. That it was, it was a hard stop. And if you didn't finish, you didn't finish. And if you did awesome, good job. And most of the people, at least in the classes that I was teaching, people couldn't finish it. Mm. And they were like, well, this is too short of a time frame. No, it's not. This is actually 
exactly what it should be. This is the stimulus that we're going for. And if, and I even prefaced it too, like if this weight is too heavy for you, you need to lighten it up so that way you can finish within the time frame. Absolutely. And if you, if you don't, then that's like, you know, that's fine, like cool, but that's not the point of the workout. Yeah. You're, you're defeating the purpose. So, but the, the point is there should be rationale or reason behind why you are doing certain things. At least there's, I think, I think there should be. So whenever you're creating a workout, whenever you're trying to plan out like, you know, weeks, months, a day, whatever the case may be, like there should be some rationale to like why you are doing that. And to just kind of let to a certain degree, people just kind of go with whatever they want to do. Like you're, you're, you are just letting, you're letting them lead the class versus let the kind of the professional do it. Right. Right. Like I always, I use the analogy all the time of like the bus driver, like you are the bus driver. You're the captain of the ship steering and taking people where they need to go. And so you need to have the directions on how to do it. And that's what those little pieces of the workouts are supposed to be. Like, here's the stimulus. Here's what the effect you're supposed to feel with. And here's how you work within those, these timeframes or these kind of limitations or framework of the workout. So that way you can have the maximum success based off of what we're trying to achieve out of this specific thing. Mm. Ooh, that was, that was a mouthful. Yeah, no, that was long. <laughs> so, uh, and so I, I did this like very purposefully to just kind of, you got to prove a point. It was honestly, it was a little bit of me just again, being, uh, uh, an arrogant a-hole and just wanting to prove, prove my point that one that they, and, it, and it's not they, as in every single person, it was more so some of the talkers, mm-hmm. uh, to prove that they actually didn't know what it was like to, to work at the same, at the degree that I needed them to work, especially if they wanted to be quote unquote competitors. Right. Um, and then two, just kind of show from a, from a, my point of view to like the rest of the staff that there is a fundamental issue with how things are going. And, uh, I didn't, you know, preface or I didn't say any of this stuff out loud because I'm from the Midwest and being passive aggressive is like second language to me. (laughs) And so that's exactly what I did was be super fucking passive aggressive. (laughs) But you know, from knowing you and, 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 having done your programming I know you do things with reason and purpose and it you know what you just explained it was just like I, I would get that you know I would totally understand because that's something I would do I wouldn't be as passive about it as I would definitely speak my mind on why I did it um, to prove that point um, but to that point you had a goal to show like hey what you guys are doing right now is beyond stupid and this is what it looks like would you agree with this is like whoever's writing that program for the facility should break it down for their coaches as to what the purpose and what the plan is for said month or quarter or period of that programming yeah i think so i mean if you are so and this is kind of this is kind of the dilemma i feel like that happens often and i will do my best to bring it back to what you just asked me but there is kind of this dilemma of one from a, from a trainer slash coach standpoint where, you know, we are taught, or at least you should be taught the idea of like, of planning periodization, um, that there's different like days of the week that are harder, easier, medium, right? You take days off, you take a week off or, you know, whatever the case may be, like there's ways to kind of manipulate the training to elicit a, a type of response that you want. And so with that being said, there should be some planning that goes into it, whether that's, 
you know, a day, a week, a month, whatever the case may be, but like something planned out. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are in a group X environment where you are having people, other people who aren't you try and deliver the, the product that you just written up or created, then yeah, you definitely need like a user guide to a certain degree. So that way people know what they're telling people, Absolutely. like telling their other people. Yeah. But to, so to answer your point, yes, I think if you are creating the, the, the training plan, keyword plan here for, for a, a facility, then the people who are going to be disseminating the information need to know what the hell the purpose or plan is. Right. And, and whether or not, whether or not the, 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 the members want to know that or not, I think it's really good to just know because then the coach can then give you, the coach can then really go out there and talk to the, talk to the members and talk to the base to be able to say like, Hey, like, don't worry about going super hard today because next week we're going to be doing something. Absolutely. Or, Hey, if you are feeling this today, don't maybe, maybe you can, don't worry so much about it because we're going to be doing this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Right. Just some, some, something that can give like just that little extra touch of kind of professionalism yeah. that I think is really, really important for it. Me personally, I think that, I mean, so for a couple different things, you like you have experienced like coming from my brain to paper, writing stuff out. Mm -hmm. And as best as I could, I always tried to give and correct me if I'm wrong, um, as long as it's good. Um, but I, as best as I could, I would always try and give like some sort of like note on like this is the, the what I want you to kind of feel here is kind of the, a focus to a certain degree. Um, here is like just, just something to kind of mull over in your brain as you're going through this thing. So you're not walking through it, just being completely in the dark of like, here are some numbers, just do it. Right. Like, should I go hard today? Should today be an easier day? Like, what am I supposed to feel? Yeah. Uh, no, there was definitely clarifications on, on all of my notes, on all my spreadsheets. There was definitely clarifications like, like at the beginning of the week, it would, you know, you would write something about like, Hey, last week was pretty tough. Um, if you're feeling pretty shitty today, take today easy, but I really want you to focus come Wednesday because Wednesday is something that I, I really think that we need to focus on. It's a skill or a weakness that you and I have been working on for the last X amount of months. You know, let's hit that hard. But, you know, if you need to take today off or if you need to just take if you need to go light today or just just go through the motions today, that's fine. And like I would take those because, I you know, it'd be a fucking Monday. We would train Saturday. I take Sunday off and come back Monday. I'm like, man, I'm fucking wrecked. And I would see that note and I'd be like, OK, cool. I'll just go through the motions because like I need to get my body warm. I need to keep moving. Uh, Ryan said Wednesday's the focus. OK, cool. So that means Tuesday I can pick back up my pep so I can prep for Wednesday. Come Wednesday, it's like, all right, we're back on board, like 100 percent brains on bodies on. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are the, those are the coaching guidelines one needs as, as from, from head coach to coach and coach to athletes. Like it, it's, it's, it's a necessity. And, you know, in recent years, it's a necessity that I haven't seen. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of fallen off a little bit and, and kind of to backtrack a little bit, but to add on top of that is the, um, it is that sometimes it's needed, sometimes it's not, mm -hmm. but it's one of those situations, like in the sense that to know this information from a coach, um, because I, I believe that it is better to, to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Absolutely. So there's going to be people in the class who don't give a shit. 
They're just like, look, I'm just here to work out. Just yeah. tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. And then there's some people who are like, okay, so why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Or are we building to something else, right? Does, some yeah. people have a little, and this is not for better or for worse, but some people will just have a little bit more of like a future future thinking in mind to be like, okay, where is this going and why are we doing 100%. it? One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it gives them a future focus goal. Well, it's it, yeah, and it grounds. Yeah. It kind of grounds their perspective a little bit of like, okay, this is why we're doing it. And to note too, like if if there's just a if it's just a willy nilly random ass programming or like training training plan, mm-hmm. which I use loosely in this way, then you know people would be like, well, if we're sna- say we're snatching today, like, are we gonna? When are we snatching again? Yeah. Like, how hard do I go on this? How hard? How heavy do I go? So some some people want to know that type of type yeah. of stuff and go, hey, you know what? Today might not be a good day, but we're gonna do that. We're gonna do something very similar next week. So you're gonna get a you're gonna get another chance to do it. Absolutely. They're like, hey, we're gonna get we're gonna be working on this for the next month. So you have plenty of time to kind of practice and work on it. Don't stress today. Absolutely. Or something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. No. No. That, that that's exactly it. So so yes, it's. Oh, I did, did it again. Did it again. Yeah. No. We have our intro. God damn it. <laughs> you know, Marissa always gets upset that I never give her a shout out. Here it is. Well, here's your shout out. I left the volume on because I was talking to you. <laughs> it's your fault. Yay, Marissa. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> uh, no, we were talking about um, um, people being able to have a little bit of future thought. Yeah. So I, I think it I think it can be super important to have to have some of that future, some of that future thought. And just again. You might need it, you might not, but it's better to have it. Yeah, at absolutely. the very least, absolutely. Um, you know, that's the only thing that I can think. You know, coming to mind is like, you know, I, I mean, athletes. I I've had the benefit, and you've had the benefit of athletes always asking us questions. You know, we love that shit. Like, we we don't want you to feel like you're a burden to us. We love answering questions. More questions, please. Yeah. Um, and you know, when athletes ask me like, "Oh, what's the plan for this?" I get excited. And I'm like, "Oh, you want to know." Like you want to know what we're going to do three months down the road. Well, three months down the road, we're going to test your one rep max because this is a strength cycle. Yeah. You know, we we're developing this. We're blah, 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 blah. What you're doing is going to pay off three months down the road. It may feel like shit now. It may feel tough now, but come three months when your month one number is this and your month three number is about 10 pounds heavier. You're it's going to blow your mind. Rock and roll. Exactly. That's another thing, man, is people don't understand, don't realize how big a jump of 10 pounds is. In, I know. In three months. Like there's a point where you get where two and a half pounds is like a fucking skyrocketed PR. Yeah. I, I just, I just PR'd my press. Yeah. My strict press by seven and a half pounds. Nice. I was so happy. Nice. <laughs> I was I, like, yeah. I, I, I love, I, I love in like, love hate. Um, you know, when people are like, oh, you know, I only PR by five and I'm like, man, I'm lucky if I PR by five. That's that's yeah. Right. It's because it's five. It's yeah. a single digit. Yeah. Right. And it, again, knowledge. Yeah. People don't know. They don't. Right. And especially because especially because when people start off their their gains are monumental. Yeah. Right. And it's and the crazy thing is, is there's there's a shift or there. I always feel like bad sometimes when I go to explain some of that stuff to some people. And if they're, if they're a new person and they're super excited, there's no way in hell I'm going to tell them this, <laughs> but you know, the newbie gains is a real thing. And it's not that they just have magically gotten stronger because it doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. 
it's all like nervous system and neuromuscular connection. Like they have just, their bodies have just learned how to move and what to, what to use. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's, that's literally all it is. Yeah. And at that weight, they can move that specific weight, you know, then they, that's where we come in and develop that strength and, and make it better. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Going back to, again, talking about like people doing like grace and stuff Yeah, is the, you know, somebody working harder in a class environment before jumping straight into a like quote unquote competitors programming or competitors class. Mm-hmm. The I man, I have had way too many experiences with that where I get like the one person who's like, Oh, I'm really good in class. Um, like I need something harder. And I like look at times and I go, You're not even at the right times. Like that would justify you moving up in like weight or a harder training or like programming, like why do you think you need to do that? Yeah. Uh, there is, there is a dude who, uh, at at an old gym that I used to work at would, uh, would always like moan and groan because he's like, it's not hard enough. It's not hard enough. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I can beat you in this workout. Yeah. So therefore you can move, you can go harder. And this dude, like I would definitely give him like a lot of, like a lot of lip service on this because I was like, you can handle it. But I was like, you're not, when you can beat me in one of these class workouts, Let's talk. But for the time being, like you're not there yet. So no. <laughs> and <laughs> like, the, that's that, you know, the, depending on the athlete, because, you know, everything's different or everyone's different. It's like that can be a good push, mental push. Like, you know, oh, my coach is like challenging me, like a fun challenge. Like I need to get closer to his score. Or, like, you know, I need to I need to I need to beat him or I need to, you know, break his time or whatever. Like those are fun things to help push the athlete, realize like, hey, if I want to be in this program, this specific program, I need to be closer to this caliber, right? Like I can't just, I can't just assume I'm going to go there and have fun. It like I, whoever goes to a competition class and has fun, you're in the wrong competition class. Competition class is hard. It's meant to be hard. Yes. It's not meant to be upsetting or disappointing or break your spirits, but you're not walking out of there or correction. You're not going in there with a smile on your face and working out for two hours and still having that smile on your face. Well, you can leave with a smile on your face, but there's going to be grunts. There's going to be groans. Mm-hmm. There's going to be bitches. There's going to be moans. Like it's not, it's not a fucking picnic basket or a picnic by any means. Yeah. Through the, like if it is, you're in the wrong class. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you and kind of disagree. Cause like, I love it. So you're, I have fun the entire you're, time. You're different. You're a psychopath. But so also to note on that too, is like, Walking out, right, is a a fun way to kind of think about that. If you are, and this is very kind of specific to kind of CrossFit training, and I don't want to dive too deep down to like the programming philosophy rabbit hole here. Let's not. We can do that forever. But (laughs) I will just kind of asterisk and say, generally speaking, there is going to be days that are easier, harder, and it's kind of going to ebb and flow throughout the, the cycles. So just know that that is what I believe in when it comes to like planning and programming. All of that being said, when we look at like, say like a, a a once a week competition class, the idea then behind that is probably going to be more so it's just, it's going to be hard and it's going to be grueling Mm -hmm. and just to kind of like really kind of grunt it out. Now, if you are going into those and you are casually finishing three workouts, or if you're casually finishing one of these workouts and then you're able to get up and go and do another one, you know, right after the fact, one you did not try hard enough. Sandbag. 
you sandbagged it, right? And that think about that. Yeah. You know that there are multiple things about to happen. So you can't push super hard in any one portion of that workout because you can't recover. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's trying to be held on a time constraint of say like a, an hour class, then there's there's no way in hell that there's enough time to recover from any of those workouts. Like I think about I think about that and it, it boggles my mind to no, and again, not from the athlete side, but from a coach's side to even think that that's an, a, a, a real or applicable way to, or it's not even ap- applicable for people to train in that, that, that way. Right. I think about when we used to do our Sunday sessions. Yes. So we would usually do two, maybe three different workouts. Now, how long, like how long were we normally there for? Legit. We would like, and I call, I call it this because like it was fun. I, we would hang out for about two, two and a half hours. Yes. Two and a half hours for three for workouts. Three workouts. And yeah. they're not like three 45-minute workouts. No, they were 15. I think the longest one we did with, happened to be with the 800-meter run yeah. and the rope climb and all that shit. That one probably took the total. I, I think that one maybe took 26 minutes for the longest person to take. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere around there. And, and But like it was just, it was grueling. Yeah, so think about that, right? Those are three workouts across the span of about two hours that we probably spent anywhere from like 15, 20 minutes in between workouts. And that's not even us like hopping straight into the next one. That's warming up for the next one, but like of recovery. Yeah. And that's like, that's what you should be expecting out of something like that. Yeah. And I am, you know, I do competition training. Like I am training for competition. I don't know why I just repeated that in a different way, but (laughs) whatever, whoever needs to hear it. Now you heard it twice. So, but that's, but that's the purpose of my training. And so you have to think about it in that regard. Like you have to give yourself time to recover yeah, to some degree, because then the, then one, it doesn't, if you don't, you are, if there's not enough time to recover, then you are by nature going to slow yourself down. So that way you can make it through the next one. Because what's going to happen is if you go super hard that very first time, that second one's going to turn into a, a, a nightmare. Yeah. And that third one is just going to be you walking just existing mm-hmm. like you're just going through motions at this yep. point serving no purpose other than to just hate yourself yeah and if then you're casually walking out of the gym like you didn't do it nope. you, you you defeated the purpose of everything that was supposed to be done you came in you gave a hundred percent to one workout then you gave 70 percent to the next workout, if that. then you gave 40 percent to the last workout dude some of the some of the training that i do like again there's there are days where there's you know Harder, easier, it right. varies. But on those days where it's like it's a harder day, um, for like say conditioning wise, I only do one. Like it's usually one, and then after that, it slows down. Where I'm just going to be doing some kind of ex- usually some sort of accessory stuff to kind of fill in the gaps mm-hmm. from you know my training for the week or that day, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, and so, but after those like those hard days, like or that hard say conditioning piece, like I'm. I'm hanging out. Like I, I don't have the energy to just hop back up and do another one. Oh, absolutely. There's no way. And so that kills me when I see, it kills me when I see people like trying to plan stuff out like that, where I'm like, nothing is getting done. Yeah. Like you're not getting better at anything. Yeah. Like you already suck at snatching and you're Let's throw a snatch complex. In and there. now, and now you've done a workout beforehand where you're super tired. Like you're exhausted, say, and now you're going to try and throw around a heavy barbell overhead. Like no. you are not a professional athlete. Yeah. Like, like Glenn, you're an accountant. Calm down. 
Like, like you have no aspirations to go and compete. Why are you doing this? Yeah, why are you here? And that's where I get that. And so that comment is what also makes me a little bit torn because at the same time, I'm like, if if you know, it, like if you at least have some education behind like what the purpose of this is and you know that this is probably not the best idea for you, but you want to do it anyway, then I also kind of have to say like, okay, sure, maybe, I guess. Like you know what you're getting yourself into. So like you have made the educated choice to do this. Yes. And, and so that's like the balancing act of like, how much do I just tell somebody no versus saying like, here's why you shouldn't do it. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it anyway, because I'm not going to stop. <clears throat> of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we said earlier, you're making, you're taking that calculated risk that you're assuming the risk that you want to compete. You want to throw that safety out the window and, and take a chance. Right. Um, you know, we as coaches sometimes, I mean, me probably more so than you will, I, I will happily say no. I'll be like, you, you know what? No, you you can't. I, you can't yet. Yeah. Like I have to catch myself and I have to say yet. You know, and it all goes back to we can get you there if that's really what you want to do. But right now where you're at, it's not the safest or the smartest thing for you to do. Yeah. I will say there is definitely a time where I will I will put a hard no on it. Yeah. And that's when, that's usually when I'm like, it's not so much an ability level. It's more of a, it's an actual safety Safety, type of thing. Like you have either some sort of physical limitation or a movement limitation where like, I'm not, you know, for, um, you know, there's only so much that I can do while trying to manage everybody else that it just, it's, it's just, it becomes a safety and a liability issue at that point where I'll be like, no, you cannot come to this class. Right. And that's, that's, that's the thing. Um, but there, I mean, even when we were doing our kind of like our Saturday group stuff, I had, I had some other people who reached out that they're like, Oh, this like sounds super fun. Can I join in? And I was like, no, yeah. like, I'm sorry, but no, you can't because I'm not, we're not coaching. Right. No one's coaching right now. We're all training together. And so I, if, if this, you know, if this one specific person showed up, I would be, you'd be stuck. I would be on like a level 11 alert the entire time as they're going through this stuff, trying to make sure that they do not die or like hurt themselves. It would take the fun away from you having put it together. You know, that, that this is your training session. This is what you wanted to do. And not not so much the fun, but more so just like it it would detract from my training because I'm nervous about this other person. Right. And, and so there, there has, there, you have to have like a hard stop on certain, certain situations, certain instances like that. I, yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. There was, there was some, sometimes when I like, I would work out midday or, or, or on off hours and, you know, athletes would show up early to warm up or they'd show up late to warm up or, you know, just like cool down or <laughs> stay to cool down. And like, oh, you're going to work out right now. And I'm like, oh yeah. Like I work out for like two hours, the two hour gap that I have, you know, and they're like, oh, can I come work out with you? And I'd be like, mm, no, <laughs> no, I, I like to work out by myself. Yeah. Like, you know, truth be told, like. I don't mind working out by myself, but I don't want to watch you while I work out. Yeah. Like if it's somebody who's close or I'm like, if I can watch you, if I could just glance over at you and I make sure you're fine. Cool. Yeah. You can come work out with me. I don't have to worry about you the whole time. But like you said, the same instance, if I am, if I'm there and I know that I'm going to work out and I'm not going to watch you do your thing, I have to like, I'm going to be on that level 11 alert of like, yeah, I can't work out now because I'm afraid you're going to do something stupid to yourself. Yeah. You're going to be on edge the yeah. entire time. And it's, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, 
the, you know, that's, that's something too, from like a, from coaching classes, that's something too, from like coaching classes side where that's there, you have to manage people to a certain degree and tell them like, Hey, you can't do certain, you can't do certain things. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's not just because like, I don't think you physically can, or maybe it's like something along, maybe it's a physically, (laughs) geez, maybe it's not something that you physically can't do, but more so there are so many other factors and so many other people within this class that I have to pay attention to and I have to manage that I like, I can't only focus on you knowing what we're about to be, what we're about to do. Right. And, and there's been like, you know, days where, or places where we've had classes where, you know, I've kicked people, like kind of told people like, nope, like, sorry, not today. You can't do this one. Yeah. Um, from like a, from, from like a quote unquote comp, comp class, not right. just like kicking them out of regular no, classes. Of course, right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that, no, you can't sense. come to my five thirty. Yeah. 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 There, there is like, there, there is something that, that I've, I've noticed or I've seen that kind of like frustrates me, um, is when, you know, a coach decides to start programming, you know, for athletes. Um, I have no quarrel with it. I have no issue with it until, your athletes get hurt. Then I'm in the mindset of like, what did you do wrong that all of your athletes are getting injured? Yeah. You know, and then, and you know, then at that point it's like, do I step in as a coach who's seeing this from the side perspective? Do I give hints? Do I give advice? You know? Um, and then what do I do if they don't take said advice and continue on? Do I tell the athletes you know, and I've seen it where the athletes just continue and say, oh, no, you know, like it was my bad. It was my bad. It's like it's part of the process. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess that's 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 the toughest part. Right. Is when you're in that process, you're you're practicing. And we made mention to it in an earlier podcast. Like you can't be afraid to try something. Right. I guess my fear is if you try something and it injures or causes injury, maybe don't repeat it <laughs> or maybe cut it down or cut it back so that the athletes can recover right like don't let's say it's a squat program don't continue with that said squat program if it's a too heavy b too high of volume c you're incorporating it with other shit that's causing them their bodies to fatigue hmm i'm not sure what you're talking about but i'm pretty sure you're talking about people doing small off yeah because that's like every crossfit person's thing to do right (laughs) yeah that's kind of what I was leading into. So I'll make two notes on that. The first about saying something from as long as like the, uh, as long as there is some level of relationship that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of created, I think it's totally fine to say something. Um, especially from like just a, just a professional standpoint, whether it's from, whether it's to another coach or whether it's to an athlete. Um, I mean, I have told somebody outright that the person that they're getting their stuff from doesn't know what they're doing. They're only going to hurt you. And if you keep doing this, like you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to stay hurt because right. they're, they're not listening to you and they're not like they're, they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And I will say this too, like that's not, that's not necessarily a jab on any person who is like learning. And if you are learning perfect, you're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. Shit happens. As long as you're trying to live by like the creed of do no harm, then you're okay. It's okay. Like to a certain degree, like, you know, I think I've said this last time, one of the last times, like 
I've looked back at some of my old programming for, you know, when I first started doing like first started my training, training experience. And I went, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> Who died doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus, this is terrible. But, but I told this like outright to this dude and I was like, you, you have to stop doing this. Yeah. And, and I even said like, and even, even though I also did programming like and created like, you no know, did training for people. It's like, you don't have to follow me. That's fine. Yeah. But just don't follow this person because right. it's, it's you're hurt and you've been hurt yeah. for way too long. So yes, I think you should totally say stuff. Um, as long as you do it well and do it tactfully right. in a certain degree, just, you got it. I think you got it just yeah. from, again, from a, a professional standpoint. Um, what was the second one? <laughs> um, talking to clients and then, oh, we were talking about small off. Uh, second. Yeah. I, I think we hit it on that. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that, that I think is, is totally, totally fine. Mm. Um, and then you were, we talked about small off. Yeah. Everybody and their brother at some point in time goes, my squat's not heavy enough. <sighs> and you go look Google, like how to get heavier, how to make my squat heavier. And it's like small off. Let's do some German volume training. Yeah. By the way, we've only done CrossFit for one year. Let's nope. jump straight into small off. Here's the thing. So many people I've talked to have been like, oh, I'm going to do like a small off program. And I go, why? Yeah. What is like, what is your reason behind doing it? They're like, well, I need a bigger squat. Okay. Like one, there are so many factors in my opinion to what even justifies or qualifies somebody to be able to even do that program. Mm -hmm. And part of it is like, one, what is your training age? Like how experienced are you with this stuff? Right. Two, like, what are your numbers? Do, are you squatting 185 pounds for like your one rep? Cause if that's the case, you have no business touching a small, a, a small of program. Yeah. Like it is, it is heavy. You are likely going to blow out your knees. Like there's, there's so many things that like you need to have like an unbelievably strong foundation of movement and already base level of strength to then go into the next step. If you are trying to do this thing, but even, even more so like there are better programs out there. Like there are so many better methods and ideas and concepts out there to get you stronger that you don't have to do this super heavy, super high volume level of like single modality movements. Like, you, you, and, and then because most people will also do it on top of other stuff. So like, I'm yeah. going to do my squat program and then I'm going to go, go into, and this is very, I feel like this is very popular in CrossFit at, at the very least, but then they're like, also, oh, I'm going to go do my CrossFit class later today. And it's like, do, do you like your knees? Yeah. Like, do, do you like your lower back? Do you, do you in, like your hamstrings? Do you enjoy walking? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like there, it doesn't you don't need to be that like you don't need to try and get yeah. that strong yeah like or I, sh I shouldn't even say that like you don't you just don't need to do that right like there's no reason to do you that i mean there's Very something else out there besides a five by eight at 80 percent. yeah there's so much there's what? so much more out there no way dude you know what like you know what kills me is i've i've run this myself a couple of times mm -hmm. i've run people through it but just like the five three one right is awesome it's super awesome yeah and it's exactly what you need to do to get like stronger. Like that's, that's kind of all you like. That's it's such a simple way. You could even do five by fives. Yeah. Like 
there, there's, there are so many way simpler concepts out there that are just as, if not more effective and way better for your body and allows you to continue to do other things. That's literally what I'm doing right now, actually, is a five, well, four, five by four by five, four by five back squats twice a week, four by five squat front squat once a week. Sure. Perfect. That's fine. Yeah. Like that's, that's cool, right? That's perfect. It it doesn't, you don't need to overcomplicate the, all of these things, like (laughs) as well as the fact that you are not a professional athlete. I cannot stress that part enough. Like, you know, you're not a professional and I, you know, I, I almost, I almost even regret saying that let alone, because I always kind of fall back into this idea of like, you know what, if, if this is really what you want to do, go for it. But most of the time it's not right. Most of the time it's like, Hey, I've got a program for you or Hey, I'll let me look something up or Hey, I want to get my squat bigger. They don't take that idea of like, Oh, this is for like professional athletes for athletes who have that, the money or the team for recovery, the athletes who have like all, all the systems in place to help them recover and, and to make sure that they're doing the squat program. Right. And they don't have that. They just have a little whisper in their ear, whether it be someone else or their own, mindset telling them they can without that extra knowledge from an educated coach saying maybe this isn't for you one one better i have one even better tell me the the question that i that we we should ask for anybody who's like oh i want to do this like crazy intense pro like strength program is how often or how much do you focus on building that one thing that you're trying to get better that's a fair question like Right. So from, from a CrossFit standpoint, from general class, like a general class programming, you might touch on certain, you know, maybe you might have a squat pattern, like movement pattern Mm -hmm. several times throughout the week, potentially, but maybe only one of them is going to be an actual like loaded, loaded day. We're actually going to try and work on getting like stronger, like heavier weights, higher, you know, higher intensities, whatever the case may be. Ask yourself if this is an idea that you want to do, how often do you focus on the thing that you're trying to get better at? Like for the sake of conversation will say squats how often or how long have you actually tried to get better at a squat are you only squatting once a week with the class and that's the extent of what you've done because if that's the case you definitely do not need to jump to a a squat every single day program (laughs) at near one rep max yeah like it just just that doesn't make sense nope so why not move to a two times a week for your squatting if that's something that you want to do or move to uh, uh, maybe ask somebody who knows what they're doing and say, Hey, I want to get stronger in my squats. What else can I do on top of, you know, kind of what we're already doing? Yeah. Right. There is some truth to the idea of like, if you want to get better at something, you do have to do a little bit more of it right? within reason, but there's not more of it as in an everyday type of method or yeah. concept because yeah. you have to recover. Like you need to get you need time to recover. Strength is strength. You get stronger by recovering better. Absolutely. Like the off days are the days that you actually build muscle and get better. Absolutely. Like there's a reason why people will like go on vacation and come back like after like a week or something. And all of a sudden they're way stronger and they move better. There's a fucking reason behind that. And your body has finally recovered and like got rid of all of the stress and the damage that has been caused by you. Like doing a ridiculous amount of stuff every single day mm-hmm. that like, that's been hindering you for so long. Ugh, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> so frustrated about this. So, so no, I, I don't think, I don't think anybody like even, even professional, like 
powerlifters. I feel pretty strongly saying don't do this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it, great. It was awesome. And, like, I don't know when this was created, but I'm just going to make a hard assumption and say Soviet-era Russia, <laughs> like, during their, like, peak, you know, weightlifting, like, world. Like, whenever this was made, like, sure, that might make sense. But they were also had, like, all these dudes and probably the ladies had the testosterone level of an entire room full of men. Yeah. Like, a, a bunch of, a room full of, like, like hyper hormonal 18 year old boys yeah like they're juiced to the gills so like yes then you might be able to run something along these lines because you can recover literally the next day but for for our average joes like no like you just don't need to do that just add another day of squatting yeah it's so that like that's all you got to do just add just add one more day that's yeah do your five by fives right simple here for anyone who's listening i want to get better at, at squatting if you have a rough idea of whatever you're near your one rep max is do your five like take like 80 percent of that 75 percent of that and do a five by five of that mm-hmm. of that weight and then next time you go around you're going to do it again do that same by five by five and add some two and a halfs to the sides yep all right and if that feels pretty good guess what next time you go do it add fives beautiful right it's what's called progressive overload what? which is the foundational concept to most training you mean there's an easier way yes there's such an easier way to get stronger mind blown it's amazing i don't have to break my back to get stronger no you don't jesus right i feel like if i if i go (laughs) i feel like if i go any further (laughs) i'm going to insult somebody like too strongly you know me i'm always up for a good insult we don't have to though we don't have to no it's fine these are the just the frustrations that I have when I hear and see just kind of un uneducated coaches or people in a like an authority position who are too in themselves maybe no. or like they're too either they they are choosing to to be ignorant and think that they they know more than they do, which is kind of how I'm sounding right now. Yeah. <laughs> like I know more than I more than I do. <laughs> Or like they just don't care. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't know how to conceptualize some some of these people that I, I see that are like in these authority positions telling people to do nonsense. And I go, yeah. I go do like do you just not know, or you do do you just not care? Yeah. I, I and you know I I think when it comes to how repetitive the lack of the lack of care becomes the, the 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 higher the repetition becomes on the lack of care the more it answers itself right like if you are constantly seeing no thought in a specific plan it's no longer i don't know it's who cares just do it yeah and another thing that i wanted to touch on is um it, it's something that bugged me a lot um was i guess programming to f- to failure, but in the sense that not, not in the sense that, you know, I want to push my athlete to see where their red line is or where their fail line is, but in the sense of a coach telling you, you're not going to finish. Like my whole, my whole mind gets blown to that. It's like, why would you programming something? If, if, if we're not meant to finish it, are you, is it sheer laziness that you didn't think this out that, you know, we have an hour and a half, but you're programming three hours worth of programming. And you're like, oh, well, you're not going to finish. Like, 
Why? Why would you program or why would you bother telling an athlete, don't worry about it, you're not going to finish? Like the whole concept is to finish a workout. Like that's everybody's goal is to finish a workout. Why would you as a coach tell your athlete, you're not going to finish? Are you talking about like, like say like a, a specific portion of like a training day or like an entire training session? No, like like a specific wad. So I know you hate that word workout of the day. Like <laughs> I have, I have heard it, right? Don't worry about the time cap. You're not meant to finish it. Well, so that is something I said earlier today uh-huh. that within reason, like I, I kind of referenced that I, I, pro- I purposely programmed a class workout with a very aggressive time crap, time crap. <laughs> I got poo-poo on the brain. Yeah. A time cap because I knew that most of the time, like there was the classes were given kind of an un an unlimited time to finish a piece. Mm-hmm. And so, right. We were talking to, I, I don't want to rehash all of this stuff, but it was about the kind of, here's a time frame, and here's the goal of the workout. This is what you need to finish it in. If you do not finish it within this time, it's a hard stop regardless. Right. So I think, I think it depends on the, but, but, but the programming that I'm talking about is, is just purposefully setting somebody up for failure, essentially, essentially that. And it didn't just, land on a competitor's class day or a competitor's class hour it would happen during the week as well in the regular class program it was just like no you over programmed so now your cop-out is you're not going to finish don't expect to finish and it's like no this was e- this is easily done had we not had to do a b c d e f if we would just did a c and e e would be a, e would be accomplishable okay like I guess my frustration with it is like, let's say, let's say the wad is, um, Diane, right? Handstands and deadlifts, right? Mm -hmm. The reasonable cap for general programming we'll say is 15 minutes. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. Imagine having seven minutes left in your class and telling your class, don't expect to finish. It's like, well, the class wants to do Diane. You hype them all up for Diane but you over-program the first two parts. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's gotcha. what I mean about okay. programming to fail. Program to fail in the sense that there is too much going on, say, like within the hour where you, you, you by the nature of everything that is written out, you cannot fit it within one hour. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. I was a little confused. No, yeah, no, because like, like you said, there's, there's program to fail where it's like, there's, there's hard caps. There's, there's, reasons behind you not finishing this workout versus oh i just fucked up and my warm-up was 30 minutes my strength was 35 minutes and now i have no minutes left in class so now you have 30 seconds to do this one yeah 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 the so outside of just of just like ridiculous workouts themselves like and so in the sense that i'm thinking i'm saying a workout as in like a specific portion of a training day mm-hmm. so or a training session whatever the case may be the there is definitely like, I, I see this pretty often is trying to fit way too much stuff within, within an hour. And I've seen this a lot in like a lot of different places where, you know, it, it forces you to, from a coaching side where, you know, it forces you to, you have to skip somewhere yeah, because there's just not enough time. So do you shorten the warm up? Like, do you, do you nix that entire thing? 
do you just cut an entire portion of the, the that training day out just to make time for something that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um, or do you just try or do you just like try and cram it all in in like a in like a a, a, a one hour sprint of we're gonna warm up for everything yeah. and then you're gonna do this. And then you got like, you got, you, you're going to change your weights and you're going to do this. And then you're going to change your weights and good luck. Cause you're doing this thing next yeah. as well. There were at, at several different gyms where I have straight cut an entire portion of the workout out where I'm like, this is everything that you have to do today. One of these just doesn't fit. And I'm just going to, we're completely taking this piece out. Yeah. Or I purposefully would change the workout and be like, this is an impossible task. Like we have to, we have to make you guys succeed in some way or shape or form. Same. So we're going to do this instead. That's happened a lot often. Well, not often, but it's happened enough times where I, where I'm just like, what the hell? There's, there's been times where I'll look at the strength portion and I'll look at the wad and then I'll look at the warm up and I'll go, what the fuck is this warm up have to do with anything else? Yeah. In the programming. And it's like a 15 minute warm up and I'm like no no we're not warming up our fingers for mm-hmm. a toe exercise yeah like it's pointless you know so I'll cut it or I'll write my own warm up and be like I'm going to cut it down to 8 minutes cuz I know the functions that I'm going to make them do in 8 minutes will prep them for B which will prep them for C I'm not going to give them another 7 minutes to do this shit cuz I need that 7 minutes for them to grab their weights and stuff. Dude, cl- class management is a massive thing. Oh my god. Um, I should have a PhD in that. <laughs> but it, like just, class management is huge. Um you know going going in and like thinking about what you're trying to get everybody to do throughout the day. Um let a, like just just to one give them success, right? Like my goal as all like my goal always when it comes to like to- coaching classes is like, I want to make this the best hour of your day. Yeah. Right. I don't know what's going on outside of your life. Maybe it's super shitty right now. Perfect. Like, let's make a super fun one. Like you're going to get a good workout in. We're going to have some fun. You hopefully you learn something like make it a great day. But when it like that, just by pen and paper, it is so rushed. Like I, I remember seeing like, or I not remember, but like I, I see training where I like even even written out like here are the time caps, the time caps themselves extend past that hour time frame, mm-hmm. and I go like you 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 wrote this in here, knowing that it's over an hour. How? Yeah. And why yeah. did you do that? Like, it's out, and it's also out there for the world to see. So if anybody wanted to look at it, and they're like, okay, we have a a, a ten minute warm up piece, pre programmed warm up piece, and then we have fifteen minutes to do this. It's workout. It's like, okay, we're at 25 minutes. Um, and then you have like the skill portion that's going to take 15 minutes. You're like, okay, so what we're, we're at 40 minutes now. And then now you have like a 30 minute, like conditioning, like EMOM for yeah. example, or something like that. And you're like, yeah. hold on, we're, we're at 70 minutes. Yeah. What? That doesn't work. Now that also doesn't add into the, that also doesn't add into, you have to explain what these things are. You also have to get equipment. And depending on the t- the time of the class that you're doing, sometimes it's like herding cats. Oh yeah. So it's like good luck. Yeah. Let alone if people don't even show up on time, or um, don't so, come to my class if you don't show up on time, dude. I one one of my so most gyms that I've been to have had a hard like a hard cutoff mm-hmm. where it's like either you say five if you're five minutes late or more you cannot join class. Yeah. 
or if you're like two, three minutes late, perfect. You can join class, but you have a penalty now. Oh, what um, was the penalty? Hmm? What was the penalty? Ooh, it used to be burpees. So when at, at one of my old gyms, if you, we had a, it was five minutes was the cutoff time. And if you couldn't, if you didn't make it with, like I said, if you didn't make it within that, within that five minutes of class starting, you're you are right. not allowed to join class. You can go and do whatever you want off to the side, but I am not going to coach you. Um, if you showed up like say four minutes late, perfect. You now have, I think we had it at five burpees per minute being late. So you, oh, just, nice. you have to do 20 That's burpees. That's not too bad. No, it's not that bad. So it would be something like, all right, we're warming up. I'd be like, Eric, you know, you're, you know, looks like you're four minutes late. Get all of your stuff together. As I'm going through this workout, you got 20 burpees to do. And right. And it, and it was perfect. Like yeah. it was, it was punishment enough to say like, Hey, you have to respect like, I know that you are paying for this thing, but so is everybody else that's in this room. And you have to respect their time. You have to respect my time. And so if you're running in, distracting everybody because you're trying to get your shit together after everyone has already been here, did their due diligence to get here, even if it's one minute early and you're, like, sprinting in, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, plan better if you can. But, like, that's okay. Like, class is at 5. Yeah. You get here at least 4.59 and be ready to go. Be in the door. Yeah. Don't show up five minutes late where you still have to, well, I got to put on my, my, my belt and I need oh. to get my shoes on and I got to, don't forget my sleeves. And then I got to grab my favorite barbell and make sure I'm in my good position or like my spot in class or whatever the case is. Like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, so I no used way. to do that. I used to punish athletes showing up late. Something very similar. First five minutes, you give me an X amount of burpees after five minutes. Don't even fucking bother. Don't even fucking bother coming to my class. Don't put your shoes on. Don't fucking change. You're not coming in. I got disciplined for that. <laughs> really? I got disciplined for that. And they, the the reason, the rationale was, as you said, they're paying. My response was, so is everybody else who showed up on time. Yeah. It's 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 not. There's a, there's a, there's a point where like, you know, the, the whole out, the adage of the customer is always right is fuck that it serves some purpose, but at the same time, like, but the, this, you're not, this isn't a one in one interaction. This yeah. is now, this is a group environment. So it's customers. Yep. And if everybody is able to be and follow, be, here's the rules, here's what we're trying to achieve and everyone else can fit within it and actually do their job, like do their like portion of the job then why would why on earth would we give extra like extra leniency to somebody else who's not like mm-hmm. you know to a certain degree like you kind of got to fall in line yeah. a little bit because it is a distraction right and the warm-up is something like it's so important like yeah. you have to do that like especially if you're doing like in a morning class like a very early morning class like a 5 a.m for oh, example you need that warm-up yeah because people are rolling out of bed walking in like they haven't at the at the, at the very least if it's like an afternoon class, like people are up, people have moved around. Now, regardless, they have probably been sitting all day. Like it doesn't matter. Their muscles are warm. They're doing something yeah. like they're alert. They're active. Half these, half these like zombies. Yeah. There's zombies coming in and just like, all right, time to work out. But mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we're 10 minutes into class and you're strolling in and we're in the middle of like, we're, or, or if it's done well, we're already we're finishing starting. with our warm up. Yeah. We're starting B. Yeah. And it's yeah. so like, now we're moving on to our second portion. Like, that is wildly unsafe mm-hmm. and wildly dangerous. I tried to I tried to explain that. It, 
I've, I've had my fair share of doing, trying to do that as well. And like in different gyms where I'm like, there's, there's some huge issues going on yeah. and, and people don't like it. Like members don't like being like, Oh, I'm late. I have to do burpees because one, it kind of puts, it puts a little bit of a spotlight on them because they're like, Oh God, I'm the, I'm the late one. Yeah. But at the same time, at that same time, like I've never, I've never experienced anybody be so upset and frustrated by that where they're like, I'm going to quit because they, they like any suit semi-rational person can understand like, okay, I can see why this is a little bit of an annoyance for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine. Yeah. And some people like, and at, at that old gym, like, yeah, some people walked in, they're like, do I have to do it? It's like, yes, you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the rule. And I'm going to hold, I'm not going to hold, I'm going to hold everybody to the same standard. Absolutely. Just as you. And they're like, okay, fine. Right. And it'll, and then it eventually like, you know, the original, like the initial annoyance kind of fell off and it just turned into something where, where people would like run in and they would just be like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I'll do my, and they'll be like, I'll do my 10 burpees. Perfect. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Do your yeah. stuff. Like, I love it. And then hop back into class. I'm yeah. not mad at you. Like, yeah. I understand shit happens. Like sometimes traffic sucks. Like sometimes you get held up at work for a little bit longer. Like it happens. That's fine. But you're still going to follow these rules. Absolutely. You're still going to have your little bit of a punishment and like, and, and, it's, and it's a little punishment. It's, it's tiny. And not only that, a burpee warms you up. A burpee is a full body warm up. Exactly. It's exactly. a full body warm up. That's like kind of also the reason because then they're like, one, no one wants to do it. So they're going to go and do it real quick. Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, fuck, I'm done. Like, thank God. Like I did my 15 burpees and like now they're breathing a little bit because they don't want to do it. And it's like, perfect. You stand up, grab your barbell, join the rest of us. Yeah. Let's, like, do let's this go. Shit. Yeah. It make, it just makes so much it makes things so much easier from like a from a, co- a coach's side to be able to have like not have to worry about that distraction because yeah. like what we were talking about before you come you, now I'm th- now as somebody who is like ten minutes late walking into class or more if that ever happens then it happens I am thinking the entire time of like this person has not gone through anything to get themselves prepared for what they're about to get themselves into when it comes to like training for the day yeah like. Any type of lifting. If you show up beyond the warm up and it's lifting, I am scared for the rest of the fucking class that something is going to happen specifically to you. Yeah, my my heart is like like beating and, until that's done. And instead of being able to walk and roam like a coach is supposed to, I have to sit in a fucking corner and babysit you, knowing good and well you did not warm up with the rest of the class. I. I would have beginners in the class and I'd be like, I trust more the fact that you're not going to go heavy enough to hurt yourself. I don't trust you because you didn't warm up and I know you're an egotistical lifter who's going to jump to 185 right off the go. And it's like, you're going to fucking break something <laughs> and I'm liable. Yep. And for me, so like the, the, the showing up on time kind of thing and showing up late is a respect thing. Yeah. You don't respect the gym. You don't respect the rules. And most importantly, you don't respect the coach. And, and for me, you know, if you're my athlete, I give you respect. I expect respect in return. You show up on time. I'm going to give you one hell of a class. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. So that's definitely how it should be there. You know, and it is that there is sometimes some too much leniency that I think goes on with the, with the fear of upsetting, upsetting the members. Yeah. And I understand that. I very much do. Cause like I've, we have implemented in the past, like you know, previous gyms, I should say like, you know, rules or new things that like they don't like, right. It, it, sometimes that's the case. They don't like it, but oftentimes they don't like it because it's new and it's different. Yeah. 
as long as you can give some justification to the why that you are doing it, most people will still eventually turn around and be like, look, I don't, you know, in their head, they're just like, I just don't like that. This is the new thing that we have to do. Yes, I agree. I don't necessarily like it every time either, but this is the now, this is now the rule. Mm -hmm. Like you don't get to just make exceptions for it. Like you pay for like you pay, you pay for stuff all the time. Like, I don't know. I, I, you know, we pay for Netflix and yeah. I go, man, Netflix sucks right now. There's no good shows on there. I can't. Can I get a month off? Uh, yeah. I can't yeah. just be like, Hey, I don't like your, the service that you're offering right now. Can you give me a discount? Yeah. They're gonna be like, no, they'll be like, ha They'll be like, we can cancel it for you if you would like. Or they'll email you with a whole list of suggestions. They think you'll like. Sure. Right. I mean, like there's, there's no reason that like, th there's so many parallels to being like, Hey, here are the rules. Here's what you got to follow. Or like, you know, from, from like a, a management standpoint that like, yeah, so you're not going to, you're not going to appease everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the world. But at that same time, like we have to set some structure, we have to set some guideline so that way everybody can get the same thing out of it. It's so frustrating. Yeah. We kind of talked about programming and then we kind of talked about weird gym etiquette. Just, just, just like gym etiquette. Just gym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, honestly, I, I feel better now that we've <laughs> talked about it. Any any other any other things that you want to get off of your chest while we're kind of complaining? Hopefully, something we could educate some people on. I know this came this definitely came across as some some bitching. Yeah, but hopefully, if if somebody if somebody like athlete, coach, owner, whoever like prospect in some capacity is listening to it, I want I hope that you if you make it even this far that it's it's not out of like disdain or necessarily like dislike per se um it's just kind of a vented frustration of like things that we've seen that we think could be so much better and that to take this as kind of a or especially if you feel like this applies to you you know we're not necessarily attacking you directly but just like just note that this is these are these are legitimate at least in our opinion, legitimate kind of notes that we've seen of like issues that can be so easily fixed and can give such a better experience to, to a lot of people. Definitely. Um, I know I definitely got like real frustrated. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Real frustrated, a little heated at a certain point, yeah. but like it's, it's out of, it's out of caring. Yeah. In all honesty. 100%. It's, you know, it, that, that's, that's the word care. We care. And which is why we are making <laughs> such a big deal about such it. Such a big deal, yeah. <laughs> and why we sound so passionate and why we sound so, I guess, aggressive towards <laughs> this topic. is it's, it's because we care. We've seen enough of it to know it needs to stop or it needs to be changed at the very least. In some capacity, yeah. yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So maybe, 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 around, maybe we'll do a round two with a little, a little more tact with some new... <laughs> Or Actually, maybe we'll just fuck shit up in round two and just go go even harder. Just fucking go hard. We're, we're calling out names. Oh, we're going. We name drop. <laughs> we program drop. We everything. Everything. Examples. Oh my god. Injuries. We call it all out. Yeah. All of it. We we'll have a panel. Yeah. Oh my god. We well. Could you, Zoom works for us now. I know. Could you imagine if we like pulled together like a panel of people to just like poop poop on something? Oh man. I don't think we'd have enough toilet paper. <laughs> Boom. It'd be like. It'd be like toilet, uh, toilet gate, oh, 2020, 2020, circa, circa March, 2020. That'd be great. Toilet gate. Does that uh, work? Uh, toilet gate. 
Sure. Toilet paper gate. Uh, no, I like toilet gate. The, to- the toilet paper, the great toilet paper shortage of 2020. Oh, that works too. There you go. That sounds a little more like epic. Yeah. Um, real quick, again, going back to what Ryan and I said, um, look, we care about it. So if you are listening to this and if you have concerns or if you have ideas or if you just want to talk with us about what we think, please reach out to us. You know, we have our email, uh, another rep podcast at gmail.com. We have our Instagram, another period rep period podcast on Instagram. You guys can, we, we will reach out to you. We will respond. We are active on it all the time, whether it's just liking, you know, athletes photos, trying to post up uh, uh, interactive things. Like we love hearing from you guys. Ryan and I love answering questions. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I will say this, if, if they're, uh, from a coach and kind of a trainer side, there is a little bit of a credo of, you know, client confidentiality type of thing that exists. So if you ever want to, if you ever want to vent and bitch, yeah, then by uh, all means, by all means, I will, I will. And Eric will keep you anonymous. Absolutely. So if there's ever something that you want us to like complain about and just put it out there because it makes it feel better. Do it. We will. It. We will call you foam rollers. Yeah. Foam roller one. Foam roller two. <laughs> I promise you, we'll use that. If you ever want to vent out to us, reach out to us and vent. We will call you foam rollers. Love it. All, All right. right. Well, Eric, you kind of already referenced where. I'll do it again. Where people can reach I'll us. Do it again. Some Run bitch. it back. Let's go. Run it back. You guys can find us on Instagram at another period rep period podcast, or you can reach out to us at our email another rep podcast at gmail dot com. And you can listen to us wherever podcasts are listened to. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. All right, guys. Bye.